Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns. It's Monday, and I am really excited to be here with you. I'm especially excited because this is kind of a special time for us, right? For me <laughs> and for you, for us. Um, this is, we're, we're right on the dawn of a new program that I'm launching, and I'm really, really excited about this. You know, um, as you know, I mean, I do a lot of different, uh, you know, different kind of work around stress and around emotional intelligence and uh, self-regulation, self-awareness. You know, that's my wheelhouse right there. And and I'm about to get into the really deep and and sometimes dark subject of anger, right? And um, and so as I told you the other day, I'm going to start sharing a lot over the next couple of weeks as I lead up to this course. I'm going to um, share a lot of uh, as I do lead up to this course. I'm going to share some some thoughts and and topics of anger. Um, it's not going to be only anger. Okay. We've got some, some great, you know, um, you know, on the other side of anger, right on the, the flip side of anger, the other side of the coin on which anger exists, right. <clears throat> are things like compassion and forgiveness and and kindness, right? And so we're going to be, you know, we're going to be doing a, a very healthy amount of, of uh, talking about kindness and about compassion and about forgiveness as well, okay? And that's sort of the uh, ah, <laughs> part of this, right? Um, but, but, you know, in order to understand the anger, in order to kind of, um, you know, flesh out the anger, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's helpful to talk about it a little bit. So, so that's good to be a, a large part of what we're going to do in these next couple of weeks. Um, but again, it's not going to be all anger all the time. I got plenty of other uh, sort of uh, uh, pleasant feeling things to share as well, okay? Because the, the thing of it is that, that anger doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't. And it's not supposed to. Right. Anger is supposed to feel, um, you know, it's supposed to feel like upheaval. It's supposed to feel like like a lot of strain on us. It's supposed to feel like stress, you know, and the reason that it's supposed to feel like that is because it's supposed to motivate us towards something right now. On Friday, I talked a lot about um, about how, you know, we're we're talking here, you know, not so much about managing anger, but we're talking about transforming anger, right? That's the point of this whole course that I'm going to be uh, teaching in the next couple of weeks is that it's it's about, you know, making anger into something that it is not currently, okay? Now, on, on Friday, I talked about what that means, what that looks like in terms of, um, uh, you know, the, you know, transforming anger into a useful thing, right? Like allowing it to become a motivating force rather than just a, you know, what, what can oftentimes become a very debilitating force. And it can not only become debilitating, but as we understand anger, we, uh, we start to know how anger is actually impacting, you know, the very way that we're thinking and the way that we're perceiving ourselves and others and the way that we kind of, um, you know, judge, you know, not uh, judge is a hard uh, word to use, but the way that we uh, estimate and evaluate our abilities and 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 the and the consequences of our 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 actions and our words, right? All of this is deeply impacted by anger itself, right? And and it's it's very easy for us to consider anger as just an emotion that we're experiencing, but but in the emotion of anger, especially anger, right? You know, first of all, the, the thing about anger is that there's a very wide spectrum of anger. You know, it can be everything from a slight annoyance, 
right? Of of like, you know, like, oh, you know, you didn't make the bed again today, that kind of thing, right? Uh, but it could be everything from that slight annoyance to absolute, you know, eruptive and debilitating and out of control rage, right? Mm-hmm. All of it is anger, right? The same way love, you know, love can be, you know, this is true about most emotions, right? Love can be something that is, um, in fact, I'm going to say it's true about all emotions, right? That there's all of them have this spectral quality to them, right? So so love can be everything from like, oh, that's a really nice song. I really like that song to, to you know, the deepest love that you feel for your children, right? Like it's all love, right? It's all, you know, all that stuff is love. All that stuff is anger. Same thing with shame, right? You can feel like, you know, like, oh, (laughs) I feel shame because I got some mustard on my shirt, you know, and I have a meeting that I have to go to. So I feel shame about that. But at the same time, shame could also be something that is so debilitating that you refuses to let you leave your house in the morning. Right. And so so the point that I'm making is that, you know, all of these emotions, you know, are are this, you know, this very wide spectrum and, and they're all there. You know, that that spectrum exists for the same reason that the emotions exist, right? Because, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, the emotions are meant to motivate us. And and proper motivation, in, you know, requires, you know, kind of proper, you know, sort of, um, uh, you know, the, the right intensity to meet the situation, right? And that's where anger is, you know, again, the as I said on Friday, anger is probably the most motivating emotion that we can feel. Right. Especially when it gets to that point of rage. Right. Like there's there's very few things that can make us feel that way. Right. Anger is one of those things that pushes us to that place. Now, what we do with it, that becomes the question, right? And that's and that's where this this notion of anger management comes up, right? Now, now anger management is something that is, um, I mean, it feels like it's as old as the hills, right? Like we've been talking about anger management for decades upon decades, right? Um, there's even a movie, right? There was a, a Jack Nicholson film, I believe, right? That's called Anger Management, right? 20 years old that movie is probably right and so so this is not something that is a new concept for sure right but but the concept of of managing anger right <clears throat> it to me it's it, it connotes to me the the kind of the assumption that anger is just this one thing Right. And, and it's now, even though that's going to be subjective, right? Like your anger is different from my anger. My anger is different from this person's anger. This person's anger is different from that person's anger. Right. But, but anger management kind of indicates that whatever that anger is for this person, that person, me, you, uh, all these other people, that is what it is. Right. And there's nothing that we can do except to manage it. Right. And and what that means to me is that when anger erupts, that management just means tools that we can can use to to, you know, kind of um, maintain us a, a level of safety. Right. And to and to sort of, you know, box the anger into this this like um, kind of a, a manageable kind of thing, like a manageable size, a manageable intensity, a manageable, um, you know, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it. Right. 
And and while of course this is very positive, right? Like nobody's going to tell you that you know you shouldn't try to get people to manage their anger, right? Because because that's the thing that anger as it evolves, as it grows, and it becomes more of what it is, right? The ultimate expression, like the the ultimate power that anger can hold is the expression of rage, right? And is that state of rage, right? Now, part of the problem here when we talk about anger management is that when you're in that place of rage, it's almost impossible for anyone to manage that. Now, I guess that that I guess that's where we can ask the question like what does manage mean, right? And and to me, managing anger means to regulate the anger, right? And, you know, as we regulate any emotions, right? It's it's, you know, again, it's one thing if we're regulating the anger of just feeling like, well, you know, I'm annoyed that so-and-so didn't, you know, that my kids didn't make their beds or even my wife didn't make the bed this morning. Uh, I'm annoyed that, you know, that I got in the car and, you know, <laughs> I have to stop at the gas station because nobody filled up the tank over the weekend, you know, like these kind of things, right? Like little annoyances right now, those kind of things very easy to manage, right? Like, you know, like, okay, you know, you can sort of talk your way through it. A lot of, a lot of, um, uh, anger management gets into the, uh, the concept of, uh, or the, the practice of, uh, CBT, which is cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, right? Which is to say that in the context of, of like, you know, the car being out of gas, you know, just kind of saying to yourself, like, like kind of changing the way you're thinking about the car being out of gas, right? And so instead of, you know, blaming, you know, a person in your family who used the car and didn't fill it up. You know, you're going to maybe put yourself in their shoes and maybe you're going to say, well, uh, they probably didn't have a lot of time. Maybe they didn't have money on them. Maybe there was, you know, several different reasons. Maybe they just had to go to the bathroom really badly and then they never made it back out. You know, things like this. You know, this allows us to 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 sense the fact that, OK, it's still annoying. I got to go get the uh, get the car filled up, but it doesn't rise above that that level of anger, right? It stays at that sort of low level annoyance, right? Because the and the cognitive behavioral behavioral therapy part of it, right, is that it's interrupting the cycle of the anger, right, with our thoughts. Right. And, and this is important and this is helpful. Right. Because, again, if you start out just annoyed that the you know, that you're out of gas. Right. But then you start thinking about, oh, well, I let, uh, you know, my my spouse use the car and and she always does this to me. And, and whenever I use her car, I always fill it up for her. And, and you know, why has it been this way for our whole marriage? And she just doesn't care about me. And, and why did I get married in the first place? Right. And now we're in this ragey place. Right. Right. But of course, none of this is real. Right. I mean, you're just allowing your storytelling mind to just go, you know, un <laughs> unfettered and, and wind up in this place of real, you know, big, big, big emotions of anger. Right. And so so CBT, cognitive Cognitive behavioral therapy is uh, is very similar to mindfulness in that sense, right? Is that you're 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 bringing an awareness to the language that you're speaking to yourself, and then you're making a change to that language, knowing that making a change to that language is going to make a change to the emotions that you're feeling, which is ultimately going to change the expression 
and and how you you know present yourself, right? <clears throat> so all that is to say that that you know again, this is something that that is very helpful, right? Anger management can be something that you know when we feel the anger arising, you know we can manage how far we allow it to rise. You know that is something, right? That in that context, anger management starts to make sense to me, right? But again, I wonder if that's really the way to go about it, right? Because, you know, I mean, a lot of, in in my opinion, right, um, <clears throat> if we can think of it, you know, if we can um, maybe not even think of it, maybe that's not even the right approach or the right sort of uh, term for this, but instead, if we can transform our relationship to the anger, See, that's where I like to go, right? Like that, I like to get deep, deep, deep in there, right? Like, like, let's get like so deep that we're affecting this on the very foundational level, right? Before anger even becomes a thing, let's, let's, you know, transform anger in that level, right? And, and the point is, right, that, you know, again, if we allow our anger to get to the point of rage, right, <clears throat> There's no regulating that, right? <laughs> the best thing you can do at that point is keep your mouth shut and and leave the situation as quickly as possible. And then, of course, use the the interruptive techniques of mindfulness, CBT. Um, you know, lots of different things that you can do, right? Like, you know, you can go work out, you can go for a long walk, you can take some deep breaths, you can uh, count. You know, um, you know, you can do a grounding exercise, you can count to ten, like you know, um, uh, the old honeymooners <laughs> episode. Zone, right? Uh, uh, pins and needles, needle, needles and pins. A happy man is a man who grins, right? What am I angry about? <laughs> like, that's the thing, right? You know, it's, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like I tell a lot of my clients, right? Is that, you know, when the problem becomes the activity of the mind, right? It's really hard then to think think our way out of that problem, right? Because you're using the very tool that is giving you the hard time, right? To try to change that thing. And so, so it's, it's really like, you know, it's, it's, it becomes kind of impossible, right? And so instead of grappling and instead of, of trying to wrestle this thing into submission somehow, right, I find it's much easier to, to maybe not use the mind so much, right? Maybe not be so, um, you know, maybe not be thinking so much about, you know, thinking our way out of the problem, but instead, again, transforming the way we approach that, right? So when I say anger transformed, yes, I do mean transform it to a... Uh, uh, a form of motivation for yourself, as I talked about on Friday, right? But I also mean anger transformed in terms of how you see your anger, okay? Because this this leads to the next issue that I want to, to cover, and this is what I'm going to cover in week number one of my program, okay? Because this is the most important thing, right? Is that when we, when we look at anger, right? And, and for most of us, people who struggle with anger, right? Like me, like some of you, right? When we struggle with anger, we see anger as this thing in our life that causes problems, right? And when we see anger as this thing in our life that causes problems, then what we, what we tend to do, 
if we have an untrained mind, which many of you have already trained your mind, so it's not going to affect you in the same way, but, but the untrained mind, immediately, when we judge something as or, or I'm sorry, when, when we evaluate something as harmful and difficult in our life, something that, that creates problems in our life, then automatically we are going to judge that thing as bad, right? And therefore, every time we experience that thing, it's no longer just that thing, right? And of course, with anger, we're talking about an emotion, right? But when we see that, when we, we judge anger as something that is bad, well, then every time we experience the, the, uh, the anger, we're going to also experience other emotions like shame, like guilt, like frustration, like self-loathing. Okay, and this becomes part of the anger. So a lot of us, what we're feeling is not even just pure anger. It's anger plus all of these other things, right? And so, so you can see how this becomes something that is very, very heavy for us to carry around, right? And so, so the idea for me is to transform the anger meaning transform anger into something that is no longer bad, right? But transform anger into, and again, it's not so much transforming the anger, it's transforming the way that we see the anger, the way we relate to that anger. And that's really the word that I like to use is a relationship because it is a relationship, right? We have a relationship to our emotions. We have a relationship to our thoughts. We have a relationship to the feelings in our bodies every bit as much as we have relationships with different people in our lives, right? You know, when you, when you get a, when your phone lights up and there's that one person's, let's say it's somebody named Tommy in your contact list. Oh, Tommy, he's a great guy. I love talking to Tommy. Let me, Hey Tommy, what's up? It's great to hear from you. What's going on, dude? Right? But yet when we see the name, um, you know, Mark, <laughs> right? You know, Mark is, uh, he's the guy who's always asking me for money. He's the guy that's, that's always got some kind of hassle. Like, you know, every time I answer the call when Mark's on the phone, I find myself, you know, agreeing to do something that I really don't want to do, that I don't have time in my life to do. So you know what, Mark, I'm going to let you go to voicemail, dude. You know, I love you, but the relationship that I have with you is not serving me. So I'm going to let you go to voicemail, right? So, so just like the people in our lives, right? We, we have the same emotional, the same relationship to our emotions, right? So again, when we feel, um, you know, joy arising, Oh, joy. I love joy. Come on in joy. This is awesome. I love to hang out with joy. This is fantastic, right? But yet when we see anger coming up, we say, oh, no, 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 no. This is bad. This is terrible. I, I can't handle this anger right now. What am I going to do? Right. The difference, of course, is that there's no voicemail we can send our anger to. Right. Our anger is just going to kick the door open and be like, yeah, hey, I'm here now. Right. Anger is in the building and there ain't nothing you can do to get rid of me. <laughs> right. And so and so in many ways. 
right? That's the point where the transformation starts. I shouldn't say in many ways, in every way, that's the point at which the transformation starts, right? When we talk about transforming anger, we're talking about starting the transition at that level, right? At the level of, again, just like the voice, the, the caller ID on your phone, right? Like when you see anger, we're going to transform the way that you feel about seeing anger, right? And if we can transform the way you feel about seeing anger, then we're going to transform the entire experience of anger from beginning to the middle to the end. <clears throat> and in this way, by transforming that relationship we have to, to the anger, we can transform how we process the anger. We can transform how we allow anger to motivate us or how we allow anger to just drive us off the rails, right? One or the other, that's your choice, right? <clears throat> and specifically, as I said the other day, right, when we can transform our relationship to this and we cannot feel that, that sense of, of dread and that sense of tension that comes with the arising anger, then we can allow anger to become something that's even more useful for us, right, which is assertiveness, right? And this is how we can actually change things in our lives so that we don't experience the cycle of anger over and 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 over, right? Because that's the thing, right? As I've talked about here a lot, right, especially over the last few weeks, anger is a lot like stress in that sense, right? Like the stress response is truly your greatest tool for saving your life. Full stop, right? There's nothing more that needs to be said about that. It is absolutely for every living creature on this earth. <laughs> stress, the stress response is the greatest defense we have for keeping ourselves alive, right? But at the same time, this thing that, that is the greatest tool, the most powerful, you know, uh, and most valuable tool that we have, if we experience stress on a prolonged and chronic level, it goes from being this amazing tool that could save our life to actually something that is killing us. And anger is no different. And anger and stress are very closely tied together, which we're going to cover also in the course and the webinar leading up to the course. Um, <clears throat> but, but the bottom line is, right, that, that anger is exactly the same way, right? Anger is one of the most motivating things that we can feel. And it's therefore equally as important as stress in our bodies, right? Is the, the ability to feel anger, right? Get somebody to back down. It protects your things. It protects your person, your, your relatives, your, your belongings, right? Anger is what allows us to do all that, right? But again, if you're feeling anger in a chronic and prolonged way, anger goes from this really wonderful tool to the worst thing you can possibly experience, right? It literally gets to be something that is killing you. And so we want to transform it into something that is beneficial, Right. And so so that's where when I talk about, um, you know, anger management versus anger transformation, this is what I'm talking about. And mostly, again, I would say that that if, if there was one takeaway from this video, right, the one thing that you could understand. And again, all of this is going to be covered in this in this 12 week course. I'm going to launch in a, about 
three weeks from now and in two weeks from now we're going to do a webinar and uh and this is all be covered in the webinar as well um <clears throat> but the point is that that the more we can um th that when we can i'm sorry when we can transform not just the emotion of the anger because there's not much you can do about the actual emotion, right? It is what it is. It's That's how it acts in your body, right? So there's very little control you have of transforming that, right? But what you can transform is you can transform your relationship to it, right? The way that you feel it, the way that you perceive it, the way that you understand it, and the way that you respond to it, right? This is all the transformation that I talk about. And if we can transform on this level, well, then it becomes a whole different thing for you, right? It becomes something that truly is, you know, very motivating and, and almost, it almost heightens your level of awareness, right? Because when you feel, because that, that's really what our emotions are, right? And, and again, this is transforming the way that we, the way that we interact with our emotions, right? Because most of us are just in a very passive position for our emotions, with our emotions or in relationship to our emotions, right? We, we just experience them, right? They're like, okay, uh, I'm feeling sad now, or I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling happy, or I'm feeling excited. You know, we just kind of experience them and then we're along for the ride in, in most ways, right? But as we transform our relationship to anger, we transform our relationship to all of our emotions. And in this sense, what we start to do is we start to, to, to understand or, or gain the ability to see the emotions when they're when they're arising, not just when they're here, not just when, okay, I'm angry now, right? But we can sense anger coming from, you know, I like to use this metaphor with, with my uh, clients all the time. You know, picture yourself standing on a railroad track, right? And you look down the track and all the way down there, I mean, mile down the track, there's this little puff of smoke, right? So you know that's a train, but you also know that it's so far away that there's almost no way that it causes it poses a danger to you, right? It's a mile away, you know. Even though it's it's moving, say even fifty miles, let's say it's going sixty miles an hour, that means it's going to be a full minute before it gets here, right? So, so I mean, there's a lot you can do in a minute, <laughs> right? Now, picture the same same tracks, same you, same railroad train, the same train, but now instead of a mile down the road, it's like a hundred feet away. And it's coming at you 60 miles an hour. Now, there's only one thing you could possibly do, and that's jump out of the way, right? That's just move your body as fast as you possibly can. Otherwise, you're going to get smushed, right? So when we, that's how most of us experience our emotions, right, is when it's already on us right? When we're already in that place, I'm already angry, I'm already sad, I'm already excited, I'm already uh, sh uh, feeling shame, whatever it is, right? But what we can do when we transform our relationship to our emotions, we can start to see them when they're that train all the way down the tracks. And that's when we can start asking ourselves some very important questions. Okay, I feel this anger arising in me. What is it about this situation that's creating this anger? And again, when I ask those kind of questions, now I can I have something I can work with, right? And so maybe now I can identify something that, okay, you know what? If I just change the way I think about this, then all of a sudden I don't feel the anger anymore, right? Now, 
I guess that's kind of managing it, but again, I see it as more of a transformation, right? So, I mean, you can call it whatever you want to call it. It's not, you know, I'm not, you know, too picky on that. Um, and I'm certainly not attached to it or identified with it, but I just thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about that, especially as we get started on this this journey together here for the next few weeks and talking about this very, very important, um, you know, aspect of our experience, right? Anger is a very important aspect of our experience. And so I thought that if we, if we talk about it in terms of, you know, again, this trend transforming the way in which we react, I'm sorry, the way in which we relate to the anger, the way in which we coexist with the anger, cohabitate with the anger, right? That's really the key. And that is how we can, you know, allow ourselves to, to really transcend the anger and no longer be that angry person, but instead be someone who has, you know, power over it. And uses the anger to to facilitate, you know, success in our lives. All right. So I hope that was helpful. I hope uh, everybody understands all that. If you have any questions, please, as always, I'll put a link in the uh, description below. You can book a call uh, to ask me whatever you have, but you can also just ask in an email. Okay. Reply to the email. Uh, send me a fresh email at art at artburnscoaching.com. Uh, however you like to do it, uh, but get in touch with me. I would love to answer your questions. Okay. And, um, and of course, if you would like to uh, reserve a spot in this new program, or if you have any questions about the new program, Again, you can either email me the questions or, or email me a save the spot uh, or book a call and we can uh, discuss it one-on-one -on -one, live and in person. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I wish you well. I'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about, um, um, shoot, I forgot. <clears throat> Let's see real quick, real quick. Oh, <laughs> this is why I forgot. Um, so I wrote out this whole long story that is probably the most embarrassing and horrible thing that I've ever had to say about myself. And my coach told me that I should do it as a video. And so tomorrow I'm going to share a really, really difficult story. <sighs> I'm already feeling so conflicted about sharing it, but I'm going to do it and it's going to be hard for me. It's going to hurt. It's going to be uh, difficult, but it might really benefit you to hear this story coming from me. All right. So anyway, that's a little heads up. I'll be back again tomorrow with this great story, with this story anyway. Maybe it's not a great one, but it is a story. <laughs> All right, everybody. Wishing you well. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care.